Hey everyone, this is Wendy Susan Richmond and welcome back. Today I want to talk about something that happened to me a long time ago. Uh, I lived in a six foot by nine foot trailer in the middle of an abandoned lot uh, in Brooklyn with no heat, no electric, and I did that by choice. You know, really what we think we are, I mean, we are. So let me explain. You know, in my 30s, now, mind you, I was not young then, okay? I'm in my 30s. Uh, I chose to live uh, in a certain, uh, a certain way. Uh, you know, I thought I was saving money by living in this trailer, this work trailer. But what I was losing was a whole lot more. You see, back when I lived in Brooklyn, I worked with my brother, Eric, and he was converting an old public bathhouse into an art center. And I really enjoyed working there. I mean, my hours were basically 7 a.m. in the morning because I we put together a coffee shop and I ran the coffee shop. And I then we had uh, shows and things at night. So basically, I was working 7 a.m. to you know anywhere from 11:59 p.m. or 1 a.m. 2 a.m. And I did it pretty much seven days a week. There was no, I mean, some downtime, but not much. So it was basically 15-hour workdays, and I was getting basically supported by my brother so I could help him do this. And you know, I, I liked it, you know, yet it really wasn't my dream. You know, during that time, since I wasn't making any outside income, I had a choice of living in the building, which had no heat, it was being renovated, had no heat, no windows, and basically no privacy. Or I could live in the six foot by nine foot trailer that was in the lot next door to the building. Now I chose the trailer, so I could at least try and heat it with a portable heater uh, in the winter and an and AC in the summer. And in the trailer, I used a blow-up double bed. I had a hot plate. I had a portable, one of those portable geriatric uh, toilet chairs, you know, uh, with the, I'm not sure what they're called. I know there's another name for those. I did have a TV and a space heater as well. And uh, I had to put a film over the windows and use blackout curtains because I didn't want anyone to know that I was there. And I did have a very long extension cord that came from my brother's building uh, to fire up the heater and the AC and my, my TV and my hot plate. Now in the winter, when it was really cold, I, I, you know, I couldn't leave uh, you know, to go to the bathroom. I mean, I did have access to the bathroom next door and, and with a, uh, also a makeshift shower that was in the building next door. But I basically just used that portable toilet, you know, and then dealt with whatever I needed to deal with the next morning. So uh, <laughs> it was a very interesting time. And the lot that the trailer was uh, in had a basically a 10-foot fence with barbed wire around it. And the main gate was high enough that on one side that if anybody wanted to get into that lot, they could just go under that gap. I mean, the rest of the lot was filled with rocks and dirt and tall grass. And for a time, there was a, a big pit in it because we were excavating it uh, by hand, this uh, lot, to see what was there from the buildings that used to be there, uh, you know, 50 years ago. Um, now, you know, I, I tell you this story uh, because I firmly believe that what we think we are, we are. And you see, I believed back then that I could not make good money. So I chose to work and get supported, basically, and uh, never making anything to save, or just barely getting by. And I believed that I was saving money by living in that trailer because I didn't have to pay rent. Well, okay, that's true. 
and I didn't have to come up with the money to live in a real apartment. But what I lost was years of productivity um, to grow myself in a way where I could actually support myself. I worked this way for several years. I mean, basically into my mid thirties and, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I was garnering skills, doing what I was doing. I was learning a whole bunch of things and, you know, my work ethic, you know, became impeccable by doing these things, but it just took me a long time to figure out that I didn't really want that dream. It wasn't mine. And when I finally left that situation, it forced me to come up with the money to live on my, in my own apartment. It started me on my own journey uh, to growing myself. And within two years of stepping away, I went from nothing. I had, I was, you know, no money in the bank, no, no, you know, no real relationship to speak of. I had, um, you know, uh, just basically the clothes on my back and that was it. And within two years of stepping away, I owned my first house. I uh, was in the best relationship of my life. I had a six-month-old foster son uh, whom I've since adopted. And it wasn't until I changed the narrative in my head. I mean, back then I went from, uh, you know, making, you know, again, being supported. And then I was making $75,000 a year just because I made it happen, you know, working in corporate America. So, you know, it wasn't until I changed the narrative in my head and I truly started believing in myself that I could get. I could let the past go and I could move forward, ultimately heading my own successful digital marketing company, which I do now. And you know what? It is amazing. I now have a completely different belief of what I can accomplish. And I know that I am the mistress of my own fate. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate you spending some time with me today. Uh, make it a great day, everyone. And uh, marketing does rock. And uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll, we'll talk to you uh, next time.